these 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 damn things. Okay. All right. We're back with take two. We're back with take two because sometimes Mm -hmm. things happen with technology. (laughs) And technology (laughs) is the third person or the fourth person or the fifth person a part of these conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) It's so wild. And I keep, I feel like I keep hating on technology, but this is the only way that a lot of us are really successful in yeah, the era honestly. of like doing so many things. It's a love hate relationship for sure. It is. I don't know if we would call it a toxic relationship. Would you consider it a toxic yeah. relationship? You know, in some ways it kind of is. It's, in some ways it kind of is. Depends on the person, I would say, and how their relationship is with technology. That'll determine if it's toxic or not, you know? I agree. To me, it's more of a love-hate, but, like, to the next person, it can be very toxic to them. True, because, mm-hmm. of course, I didn't really grow up. Um, I grew up between the analog generation and now yeah. what we consider the technology generation, that transition. So Yeah, yeah, you've seen the whole change happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. It's just one of those things. Well, yeah, you, really. Mm-hmm. I, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. No, 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 you're good. You're good. Okay. Well, G, I'd like to welcome you to Throw Champagne, the podcast hosted by Thomas Massaquai, executive produced by Tyler Golly, and music by Chris Wagner. G, you are a writer and mm-hmm. also a rapper. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Dope, Absolutely. Dope. You're currently living in LA. Can we say that you're living in LA? Yeah, LA's yeah. Large yeah. Area. I don't yeah, want to. Yeah broadcast like <laughs> like oh shit no now everybody knows no i'm just kidding no, <laughs> like, <laughs> no it's all good man I'm, I'm really happy to be here i'm glad you hit me up about this actually you know um it's been a while since like we we've even shot together you know yeah. one of my, my first photo shoots i've ever had <laughs> you know so it's cool it's cool to uh to make this connection again for sure yeah. I'm definitely trying to re get in touch with a lot of people that I I find interesting or working on interesting things and really want to uplift voices and expose them to new audiences or vice versa. Yeah. Um, So you moved to LA. Mm -hmm. You were living in, you were living in Texas previously. Right. Right. Um, Just moved out here um, a couple months ago. I think I'm one like, my third month now. So I'm brand new to LA, still trying to get my feet in, still trying to um, see really just what LA is all about, really. Um, mm-hmm. So what took you to LA? Really just a pursuit of everything I want to do. Because, <laughs> you know, in Dallas, I was doing modeling and writing and music as well. Um, and I kind of made a team out there. And then once I reached kind of where I wanted to be, I was like, all right, it's time to take this to the next level, you know, get out there with the people who's doing this every day in the area where all of this happens. Right. So I was like, let's go there and, and see how it goes. So I, I moved out here by myself. I only have a few friends here. Um, but luckily, like the job, I, I serve in Barton as a nine to five right now uh, for the time being. And Luckily, the job was able to just transfer me over, and I knew the manager over here from previous training with him. Um, so they were able to just get me right in, super easy. So it worked out perfectly in my favor. 
Um, so yeah, now, like right now I'm still in the Airbnb. I don't even get my own apartment until like the end of this month. Um, so at the beginning of May is whenever I'll actually be settled into LA, you know? <laughs> so yeah, it's a work in progress for sure. Word. So what's the creative community difference as of right now for you between Dallas and, or Texas and yeah. LA slash California? Oh man, everyone out here is like in the creative industry and in some sort of the creative industry or technology. And even if they're not the, the person that's doing the creating, say like the one that's acting or the one that's making the music, they're somehow a part of the production. Like it, whether they're just behind the camera, whether they're just on the team that does the production and audio work, whether they're just on the set to give directions, you know, like everybody's a part of something here. And it's kind of crazy to me. And I started realizing that um, even a lot of my coworkers, I'll be, you know, working with them and throughout getting to know them. I'm like, what do you do outside of here? You know, things like that. And you'd be surprised, like people that you don't even expect. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I do like digital marketing or something like that. You know, I do marketing for Netflix or like, you know, things, little things like that. You're just like, oh, wow. Like, a lot of the, the industry, those, uh, the entertainment industry is, is headquartered here. And I, and I knew that, but I didn't realize how like much of a massive scale it was until I'm in it, you know? Um, and the difference between Texas is like, Texas is, there's people, I mean, there's still a lot of people being creative there but not like here, you know, a lot of people do different things. They, they're more into like real estate or business or uh, finances, you know, more. I feel like Texas is much more, or Dallas, let me say, is much more business oriented, right? As opposed to out here, you don't, you never know who you're going to meet. Like my first week here, I met so many people. Um, I went, or last beginning of last month went to got invited to a private dinner party with um with jordan who's on um uh the new fresh prince uh, um so yeah and he's playing jazz so like being in that environment and just being constantly you're you're constantly around celebrities i met the guy uh from queen of the south just at my job um uh who is it pote mm-hmm. like I, I waited on him and his family and it's just like yeah like i'm in it so like it's a whole nother vibe and it's 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 really crazy because even the spiritual work that i do like um i am a i am a writer and a rapper but outside of that i also do a lot of meditation things and i do a lot of yoga i'm working on my yoga certificate right now i have like two different meditation certifications right now and i was coaching that for a little bit there in texas um and now i'm getting my yoga certification and like so i can be teaching yoga too along with everything that i everything else that i do and um, there, I'd rarely meet anyone else that was like really into meditation and yoga, as opposed to here, everyone, majority of everyone is spiritual and, and doing yoga and doing meditation and being active, you know, and I kind of think it also comes with the landscape, you know, because the weather's always nice. Everyone wants to be outside. Everyone wants to go hiking, be at the beach, you know, want to work out, want to keep their mind right, you know, and everyone's always constantly working here. Um, and it's just very different vibes that I'm noticing. And this is everything I noticed just from the, from the three months I've been here. I had no, no idea what I was going to get myself into, you know, or no idea what to expect. And now it's like, I'm so happy I came here, you know, because I'm meeting people left and right to take me to where I want to go, you know? So, so yeah. meditation. 
I think you just mentioned meditation. What kind of meditation are you practicing? Because there are different styles of meditation. Yeah, yeah, there's so many. Well, to me, it's like once you begin to understand that beginning stage of meditation where it's like just getting your body to settle down, getting your mind to settle down, focusing on your breath, those things like that, it opens up the door for every other type of meditation that there is, you know? Because once you're in it, you it's like a, it's like a practice, you know, and it's never ending practice. You're always learning, just like you're learning in life. You know, meditation is, is something that it's not anything to master. You know, it's, it's nothing like that. It's just a constant practice every single day. And so once you start doing it, it's more so like as you're growing personally and your soul is growing then you naturally start branching out into these other areas and getting deeper and deeper into it. So I started off just doing mindfulness, right? Mindfulness meditation, where that's more of um, focusing on the present moment. And now I'm to the point to where I can sit alone and meditate and start focusing on like Zen meditation or um, loving kindness meditation or transcendence, transcendental meditation you know things like that just because now I'm so equipped with it I've done it for so many years that now I naturally just go way deeper than that surface point you know um and out here I haven't really done that much coaching yet I'm more of just like I said getting my feet wet and understanding everything and settled in before I start doing everything that I was doing there um so yeah so yeah it's, it's a little bit of everything when it comes to uh meditation um yeah spirituality you mentioned how is spirituality influencing your creative process oh man it it's the reason i am creative in general um being spiritual is just a way to connect with source right connect with that high power whether you know people say it's god allah um universe whatever it is you know to me it's it's all one and whenever I'm in the zone where I'm feeling tapped in and I'm tuned in, the, the spiritual side is whenever you're connecting to that source and you feel heavily inspired, right? You feel like you're in a flow. You feel like there's messages coming through you that is just pouring out of you into everything else that you do. You know, so for me, being spiritual, it's like whenever making music is spiritual for me just in itself. Writing is just spiritual for me in itself because it allows me to first off connect to source, go inward and connect. And then from there, I allow these creations to pass through me and into all of my art. And then I'm able to release that and share it with everyone else around me, you know, and just by doing that, it's kind of crazy. You're, you're able to see the energy between people and people pick up on that energy from you. And like the words that you're putting out, the, the vibrations that you just give off, you know, just from being spiritual and, and, and constantly working on myself and making sure that I'm connected to source and I'm tuning in to, to my soul and what my heart desires. Like that naturally just overflows into everything else. And people feel that. People really feel that. So I know we talked previously when we shot like a few years ago. Yeah. 
Um, I know that, it, you know, without going too much into detail, but I know there was like some frustrations at times because of course you really do take care of yourself physically. And, mm-hmm. you know, the people, a lot of previous photographers or photographers you were working with at the time, a lot of time their focus was like the body, right? Right, right. Um, and you were wanting to more so do a little bit more fashion um, yeah. based type shots. Yeah. How is physical care because mm-hmm. it does seem as though based on everything that you're doing now from the yoga to the meditation mm-hmm. um i have known you to be someone that does take care of herself physically how mm-hmm. is all that um rolled into one impact excuse me impacting you is the need to be more physically active still there um is it has that is it one of those things that you're like oh i'm always naturally there so i don't need to really focus on that does that make sense yeah yeah so i feel like um the time period whatever so much i feel like so much has changed like including my mindset since then like um because yeah during that time period a lot a lot of people wanted to shoot me just for for like body images or because I look like this right um and I wanted to tap into that fashion market and then a little bit after we shot like I was able to really tap into that fashion market you know thanks to um my brother who I who I like really became close with close friend Cal he I consider my brother now because um we just instead of me simply wanting to work with all these different people he kind of showed me that I can really do it myself you know I was always self-driven like that but whenever we kind of teamed up it was like yeah we're going to make all this shit ourselves now you know now because we know how to do it you know so we had a camera and we were just going to shoot whatever we wanted and we go and get outfits and we kind of made ourselves into that fashion market and the next thing you know I was like meeting um designers and things like that and going to new york fashion week la fashion week just because of i decided to take those things in my own hand you know and so when it in terms of your question though um when it comes to that need of needing to or wanting to be physically fit and look good and things like that now it's more so just a, a way of life for me you know like um I, I i feel so in tune with my body now that I naturally just like to be healthy, you know, for me, then it was like, okay, I need, I need to be in the gym. I need to be doing this. I need to make sure I look right for the shoot. I need to make sure I look right for this. I need to make sure I look right for the runway. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like all these things, but now whenever you separate that outside of it, and that's kind of, um, I went through a period of time whenever I was like really bogged down and getting myself down and self-sabotaging myself because of that. Right. Like I feel it. I, I felt like I was, forcing my body to look like this in order to get here in my career, right? Or my job and what I wanted to do, right? But really, whenever you look at it, whenever you you turn that inwards and really look at yourself and you start doing it for yourself, none of that stuff matters, but all of that comes with it just because you start attracting those things, you know? Instead of like forcing that onto to like your reality, you more of attract that into your reality just from you being more in tune with yourself you know and for me I started being more focused on my body and my health in general 
And then little by little, like these things just started coming to me and I wasn't even reaching out to people anymore. People were reaching out to me just because they saw the way that I'm able to um, take care of myself like that, you know? And so at that point, it was just like opportunities were, were, were coming in and I was so thankful for it, but I never wanted it to, um, I never wanted to go back into that point where I felt like I needed to be this in order to, um, in order to work with these people, you know, I always try to make sure that I come home to myself, you know, to my being, and I just do right what, what feels with my body, you know, and people have different lifestyles, I feel like, you know, there's all sorts of lifestyles, but if you don't feel like there's times that I don't, there's some weeks I don't hit the gym at all, or like some days I don't meditate at all, you know, and I don't force myself to, if I feel like my body doesn't want that, then I allow my body to rest. You know, it's more of like now I'm just in tune and I'm listening to my body. Um, I'm listening to my intuition and I follow that as opposed to like trying to force it. You know, that makes sense. Did I answer your question a little bit? Yes, you did. Yes, you okay. did. Most okay. definitely. You got an A plus for that one. Real quick. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> right in regards to the path you're on. And like you said, self-sabotaging, when the math doesn't add up for the mm -hmm. life that you want, you have yeah. to either make subtract subtractions in order for you to get the results that you're now needing. Right. In your space, it was self-sabotaging um, mm -hmm. behaviors that was going on. Right, right. Part of that is also with youth, I think. I think we are more prone to do things like that because it's just we haven't had as many lessons as comparative oh, yeah. in life right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they say that a smart person learns from their own lessons a wise person learns from the lessons of others <laughs> right right and you said that your one of your good friends who's now what you consider a brother sort of mm -hmm. became a not just a collaborator but would you classify him as a mentor or yeah. was hmm. yeah yeah 100 percent. It, it was like a it was like a he was like or still is sort of like a mentor to me but we were also family and you know just as much as, he, as he's helped me out and been there for me it's always that full circle where i've done the same for him you know so in the same ways as i consider him a mentor i guess he can also can consider me a mentor mm -hmm. you know um well, yeah, I agree. I agree 100 percent. It's like now these days, you know, you don't have. Or well, now I would say just because of technology, this is why that love hate relationship is there, mm -hmm. because now we have access to like people can see um, the light work that I post, like if it's a meditation thing or if it's like me having a poem written about yourself or, you know, really tuning in or just some. Um, just the wise words that I want to share, you know, like encouragement, right? People have more access to that. Um, but there's also even more access to all the things that you don't want to see, right? The dark side of things, uh, the, all the all the gun violence that you see, all the shootings, all the people dying randomly, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of things that you can take in through this technology for sure. Um, and it's so easy. It's so easy to get caught up in that and, even self-sabotage yourself through like subconsciously like comparing yourself you know um and I've had that battle I still go through that from times and there's times whenever whenever I'm noticing it I have to take time off from social media I'm like okay let me just delete the app for a few days you know come back home to myself and I and I feel like that's where 
that's what the difference is. You know, if you have that awareness where you can, or not even have that, you can develop that awareness, you know, and once you do, it's good and it's healthy for you to set those boundaries with yourself and, and really whenever it's, it's time to get off, just get off, you know, whenever you feel like you're comparing yourself or something that you were passionate about, you're not so passionate about anymore because all these other people are doing it and being successful at it and you, you can't seem to find a way. I'm like, okay, take, take that time away and then come back home to yourself, you know, and figure out what it is that you need to do to get you to where you are. I you feel know? that. Now, Jay-Z once said that most of my mm, don't want to work <laughs> together. And <laughs> there's this narrative that, is perpetuated sometimes, especially at the fact that often that black men um, in the arts, you mm-hmm. know, unless it's like hip hop or um, something that's very targeted, um, mm-hmm. we often uh, are at each other's throats in terms of the collaborative process because of this this uh, this gatekeeping type behavior sometimes right. where only a few of us can fit in. Yeah, I have seen uh, through your social media over the years that you and Cal, correct, Mm -hmm. um, have really worked well together. Um, Obviously, Cal is black. That's for people that are (laughs) that are (laughs) uh, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that don't know. Um, (laughs) But he is black, and you guys seem to have really leaned in to each other in terms of the creative process. And like you said, Mm -hmm. your trajectory changed, your influence changed, things along Mm -hmm. those lines. So how is it uh, been for you to Mm -hmm. be working with another black man and are working not in hip, I mean, I don't know for sure, because I, but Mm -hmm. I, from what I've seen, it's been Mm -hmm. more so like visual arts and stuff like that that you guys have done a lot of collaboration with. Um, Yeah. More traditional. Uh, right uh uh venues that you see us collaborating in right um and often at at this um more i wouldn't say genesis but more mm-hmm. so in the beginnings of y'all's journey towards y'all towards y'all's trajectory because a lot of time we don't really cross paths in the way that i'm seeing y'all cross paths and right. like climbed our mountain and then we looked yeah. at each other and we're like oh okay <laughs> Yeah, this, that, like you know what I'm saying. So yeah, how has that, that, so that, that, that been for you, y'all two yeah. in that kind and, of relationship? And oh man, like as a, as a whole, like let me start there. As a whole, that's like one of the reasons. So that's one of the reasons that that pushed me to leave because I noticed how the community I was in, people didn't want to work together. It was always that like, you know, trying to top the next person you know and trying to like beat the next person out or it's all it was always a competition thing right no one wanted to show love this way no one wanted to you know to really appreciate um the art itself you know um a a lot of egos ran away you know and I was like you know what and that was one of the reasons that pushed me to leaving you know and that's that's kind of where I was even being naive because like that's everywhere, you know, and I've even seen it out here. There's people who only want to work with you if it's beneficial for them. You know, I've run across that already just in my three months here, you know, and so it's, it's everywhere. And the thing is, I feel like the 
connection that me and Cal had, it was so genuine from the get-go. Like we were both going through similar things in our life and I was looking for someone to work with, you know, or not even really looking for someone. I was just like, in a way, it felt I felt like, like God knew I needed someone, you know, because I was sitting there and I was almost getting burnt out from my own self, you know, and whenever you meet someone's energy that's like cows, it's either you can get intimidated by it and you want to compare and you want to make it a competition and you want to be better than him, you know, stuff like that. Or it's, you can see it for what it is, which is just genuine energy, which is just like loving energy. He loves to do what he does. He loves to be who he is, right? And whenever you see it for what it is, at that point, it's not a competition. It's influence, right? It's like, oh, wow, like, I see that in myself now. Like, you know, from being around you, it helped me to be more influential in my own life, to, to, to raise my own vibrations, right? And I feel like that's where we kind of connected there because a lot of people, like you said, they, they meet and they don't notice that, that there's even potential there until they go their separate routes and then they're both at the top and they're like, oh man, I could have worked with you a long time ago when we first met, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's like, whenever you, it's, it's almost, you gotta do some self-inquiry, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy, like I said, now, even on, on social media, whenever I saw my social media, it's so easy to compare yourself to someone else and get intimidated by it. And a lot of times people don't even notice that they're being intimidated by it or feel threatened by another person, right? or that they feel different vibes from another person. A lot of people don't even notice that. They don't pick up on it, right? But it's more so it's more so starting with yourself, you know? If you have that energy and, and awareness where you want to just do the art for the love of the art, you want to create for the love of creating, you want to do, you want to find your purpose for the, you know, just, just to find your purpose and figure out your path, right? you begin to see people who come into your path, right? And it's like, oh, instead of like me trying to push them off my path and get out of my way and, you know, you're not helping me, why not see them for what they're here for, what they're here to teach you for, right? Because all these people, I, I believe everything happens for a reason in life, you know? I believe people will come into your lives for, for a reason, you know, and everybody has something to teach you, even if it's like, a not so good lesson or even if it's a great lesson for you right or if it's to help you or you don't realize it but it's bringing you down right everything is is for a reason and it's up to you to figure out what's best for you and how you can learn from every experience you know and so when people come into your life instead of viewing them as a threat why not see them for who they are you know and sometimes you do see people like okay I, I can definitely tell he just wants to use me for this and that you know mm-hmm. But at that point, it's up to you to decide, right? You can, you can talk to the person about it, you know? And a lot of times in this industry, people butt heads because they're not on the same page, you know? Maybe one person has a different motive than the next person, you know, or a lot of hidden intentions, right? But it's like you got to have that discernment, you know, to really be able to understand people and really be able to just pick up those vibes from people. You know, that's what I say. And not everyone is out to get you. The thing is, everybody just wants to make it in life. 
right? Everybody just wants to have the purpose. And not everyone understands that you don't have to use someone in order to get that. You know, not a lot of people understand that. And with Cal, we just realized like our energy just, just clicked. And we realized, hey, like we can just help each other, you know? And from there, it's like crazy the amount of people we both met and interacted with and brought people he brought to me and people I brought to him, you know? Um, there was there was a guy that he met in the gym whose name is Hippie. Uh, he go he's he's another rapper who goes by uh, the hippie chamber, mm-hmm. and he met him in the gym like long ago, and he walked up to um, hippie walked up to Cal in the gym and was saying like hey bro you know I see you in here all the time and now I want you to check out some of my music, so Cal was like okay put it on and he listened to his music as he was working out. By the end of his workout, he walked up to him and he was like hey like you have a, your music's good you have a similar vibe to one more homie G like you guys should connect, you know? And he gave him my Instagram and everything. And so he was following me for a little bit and I didn't even realize that he was following me, but it was like at least like two or three years, you know, before. And then I started seeing him post on my stuff and I went to check out his music. I was like, yo, you got good music too. And all of a sudden we we connected and I was like, yo, come, you know, let's let's make some songs, you know, let, let's, let's hang out, let's get to know one another. And we met and then it turns out like, Cal was the one who, who told him about me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit. And then, like, from there, now that he's one of my my good friends who I want to move out to L.A. so we can keep making music together, mm-hmm. you know? And it's kind of crazy how that works because Cal could have easily said, oh, no, nah, like, nah, 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 his music's not better than my homie, nah, nah, you know? Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah. But instead of doing that, he was like, hey, let me connect you to my homie, mm-hmm. you know? And, it, and it's more of, like, wanting to see everybody grow as opposed to yourself. Right. It's very easy to just be like, oh, how can I get there? How can I get there? The thing is, we're in this world to as humans to connect with one another. And you need that connection in order for to grow yourself, first off. But by yeah, but by having yourself in that connection, then it's it's easier for everyone else around you to grow. And then if you want, if you have that intention for the next person to grow they're always going to look out for you, for you to go too. you know, it's more of like having that full circle effect and everybody working together, everybody co-creating that diminishes that whole comparing yourself mindset, you know, that whole, um, I, I consider it, what is it called? Like a poverty mindset to where it's like, or a scarcity mindset to where it's not enough opportunity for all of us. But even being in here, here in LA, people are like, oh no, it's going to be so many other people doing exactly what you do. That's a lot of competition. Thing is, I don't even see that as competition anymore. I see it as inspiration and influence now, you know, because like, yeah, all these people are doing the same thing, which means there's more people for me to work with, <laughs> you know, there's, there's more people for me to bring to my team and we all can raise up together. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a team sport. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's so funny because what you said is true. I think the two biggest things when it comes down to the collaborative process is communication and respect. Yeah. And I do believe that if you give people clear communication Mm -hmm. in regards of whether what your expectations are, your work ethic, how you want to engage the process, the project, whatever, um, can give the people that you're working with a better understanding of how to move with you. But then also it's a respect thing. I yeah. think far too many people don't, I, I don't want to make a generalization, mm-hmm. but I do believe that 
because of social media, when you're looking at the toxic side of the relationship, mm-hmm. people assume that the respect barometer is based on, oh, how many followers do you have? Yeah. Um, yeah. Not just how many followers you have, mm-hmm. but, uh, oh, who uh, who's who's either tagging you in right. things. Exactly. And what I've recognized, because I'm just one of those kids that was playing <laughs> the internet, is a <laughs> lot of the power players, in most cases, don't have a large follower. I'm talking about the real power players, the ones that yeah. really like are the yeah. ones that you really need to be talking to. Yeah. Don't have a large following yeah. on their platforms compared to the people that you would think, oh yeah, this person should. And if you dig deep into a lot of people's like social media, you're like, oh, you probably either bought your followers mm-hmm. or people are just messing with you because of aesthetics. Yeah, that's so crazy to say that. I got so I, I realized that same thing um, yeah. just from being here. Like there's people who've been working with like um, a friend who, who who's working with Kanye, you know, who, who got invited to the studio to work on, on down to two. And um, I don't want to say all, all this information stuff like that, but like NDAs, um, NDAs, NDAs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> but like there's different people like this. And there's um, there's a person who I met who's like working at Disney, you know, and if you look at this social media, they don't have big following, but they're all behind the scenes players that are connected to way bigger. And it's like the people who, if, if you see someone with a large following and it's actually real, just know that that's the surface, that's the face. But in order for that person to even get there, you got to think about all the people that helped him get there. And all those people don't have that much following like him, you know? <laughs> there are a so, lot of people that are within those ecosystems that this mm-hmm. is their job. And, yeah, exactly. and when you think about um, uh, because those people are working this job nine to five, they don't have or it is one of those things that they have to continuously be focused on their careers. They don't mm-hmm. have time to flex, you know, right. the, the lifestyle <laughs> on social media. So yeah. I've always stressed to people over and over again, like the people that are really the power players, the people that can like knock knock on the door or call in favors or whatnot sometimes mm-hmm. those people don't have large following so you have right. to really respect the mm-hmm. people that you're coming into the room with because you don't know who you're going to piss off exactly. and that one person that you think oh that person ain't shit i can piss them off they actually may know people exactly. and maybe they're friends and they'd be, mm-hmm. be like that person disrespected me yeah and they're like oh no man, yeah i can't a you know lot of this crazy a lot of this industry is word of mouth in a mm-hmm. lot of cases where people mm-hmm. got to co-sign. And if you listen to so many of the front runners um, that are either doing interviews, whether it be actresses, musicians, actors, mm-hmm. uh, the creative world, a lot of them said, oh, somebody co-signed for me. Somebody right. co-signed for me. Oh, this person yep. opened the door for me or this exactly. person gave me an opportunity. So somebody had to co-sign and say, okay, I'm going to put my name on this person that you need to give yeah. you to give them an opportunity to really rise exactly. to the occasion. And a lot of the time to get to those people that can publicly co-sign you, there are people yeah. behind the scenes that you have to, that have to co-sign you exactly. along the way too, as well. Yeah. That and, you never, <laughs> huh? I said that those same people that you never hear about at all. Yes. So yeah. it always mind boggles me to mm-hmm. where 
people feel that they can just be dismissive of Mm -hmm. whether it be creatives based on the fact that they say, oh, well, you don't have a large social media following, so I can Mm -hmm. just be on that fuck time with you. Exactly. um, And another thing is, is that I always tell people, I was like, you do know that people can still know people and not follow them on social media. Like you look yeah. for example, you look at Timothy Chalamet and Kid Mm -hmm. Cudi, and apparently, Mm -hmm. you know, based on interviews, based on the way that you've seen them, like they call each other big bro, little bro. And Mm -hmm. you obviously can tell just through photos and things along those lines that they actually are like real life friends. You know, they may Mm -hmm. text each other, but they don't, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't follow him on social media. Exactly. If you just landed Mm -hmm. on the page of Timothy Mm -hmm. Chalamet and then you looked and you just said, oh, and somebody said, oh, yeah, he's like, well, he doesn't follow him. It's like, you can't assume that they're actually like friends, friends. So exactly for you to, again, come back full circle to use that barometer to sit Mm -hmm. there and say, oh, well, this person isn't followed by this person or this person isn't following this person. They clearly don't know each other. Sometimes that's not what the case is, especially if everything that we all know what the move is you know what i'm saying like sometimes it's just that we don't need to get to it we don't need to (laughs) we know each other well enough like why why yeah yeah exactly and also depending on the person's job you don't want people blowing up your spot i was like hey bro i know you know this person uh can you put me down because there are those people shout out to the opportunists which i do say hey if the opportunity is appropriate Go for right. it. Go for it. Right. You just can't be DMing somebody over exactly. and over again saying, hey, exactly. I know you know so-and-so. Put me down with them. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, that's what I always try to tell um, artists uh, that I meet out here or just creatives in general. Like, the right opportunity will come to you when it's meant to come to you. You know, if like there, there's I've been recently in the room with so many people and it's like, I'm not sitting there like, oh, let me let me make sure I get your Instagram for leave. Da, da, da. I want to work with, you know, saying all that. No, no, no. I'll, I wait. I sit there. I say, oh, hey, you know, that we talk, we have dinner. Like, it's, it's just a normal person. That's why I say, like, to treat everyone just with respect, you know, treat everyone with that kindness. Because just like you said, you never know who you're meeting. And there is times whenever um, I didn't know who was in the room, but I was like walking past. I was like, hey, man, I really like you like that. So whatever, you know, they're not. And then later on, I'm like, oh, that's who that is. And then they end up coming up to me at the end. They're like, hey, man, like, you know, what do you do? And then they start conversation with me. And just because I gave them that kindness where it was like I wasn't all up in their face, you know, but now that that seed is planted to where it's like, okay. Now I know if I if I have the opportunity, if it's there, just like you said, then I can take that opportunity. But the thing is, you can't force it, you know, because it's I know it's it, we're living a world of like instant gratification and like you want to be seen, you want to be known, you want to blow up that fast. But the thing is, it's all about patience. You know, it's all about patience, it's all about allowing those things to happen. So everything unfolds the right way, because if you force it, it's only a matter of time before it's all ripped away you know, or, or something else happens in your life to where you can't even do that anymore. Right. So it, I, I say it's just in terms of all that, like out here, you never know who you meet, even like in the world, you just never know who you meet in general. So why not just treat the person with respect? And that's one thing that, um, being around Kyle, like whenever we were first hanging out, he was, um, he's the one who got, well, I was already, starting to do a lot of meditation and get really spiritual and it was like that's kind of why like it was perfect time whenever we met because I I seen him and I seen his energy and 
he was opening up like things to me that I've never seen before. Like I've never seen a person just walking on the side of the street and all of a sudden take off his clothes and give them to, to a homeless person. You know, I never seen a person just go up to a homeless man and actually start talking to him like a conversation. Like, you know, I actually like it's one thing you say, oh, hey, you doing OK? Here you go. Here's some, here's some change. You know, this that he was going up and talking to these people and like getting to know them, going, getting them food and coming back with a whole meal for like whoever was all around, you know, and these are things like we weren't even filming this stuff you know like now it's easy to just pull out the camera and do this but we weren't even filming any of this stuff and I was just like yo like this I've never seen this shit before in my life <laughs> like you know and there's not a lot of people who do that and so from there he was just like he was always telling me like I just treat everyone respect no matter who you are and now it's like wherever I go with him, everybody knows him. And the, the janitor knows him in the gym. The the workers know him in the gym. The, the small person in the corner not even doing anything knows him in the gym, you know? And that's just because he has the energy to always be kind to people, you know? And now, like, whenever I started applying that to my life, too, after seeing that, it's crazy because even at the jobs that I was working at, like, back there in Texas, I had a going away party and literally everyone that I met since I've shown up there, you know, restaurant industry, there's high turnover. People come and go, lose contact with them. But everyone that I met between that whole year time span, they all showed up at dinner, even more people. And I was like, yo, whoa, I didn't want to expect this many people. And they're like, they're like, yeah, I was like, man, you've always been so kind to everybody here. So like, we all want to show up for you on your day you're leaving. I was like, man, like brought tears to my eyes, you know? And I was like, damn, like I never realized the impact that, you can really have one people just from saying, Hey, how's your day? You know, just from smiling at them, just being kind, you know, and it's, it's really that once you, once you let go of that ego, once you let go of like, Oh, this is supposed to happen. It's not happening. No, like let, let that go. Just focus on being you focus on being another person. And I promise you the things that you want in your life are going to come to you. They're just going to naturally manifest to you just because you're doing good and do doing good always attracts good you know that's that's dope that's a good that's a good place for us to wrap in terms of being yeah. kind and being great to people yeah and your journey is your journey but also exactly. the people that are around you can ever can influence you to do better exactly so currently what are you working on uh so right now um like i said i'm doing my little yoga teacher training i have it pulled up like right behind us right now um so i mean i do that in my little downtime but right now i'm just um i'm out here and i'm I have an album put together. Um, I just did a photo shoot with a with a friend last weekend for the album cover, um, and the album's going to be dropping this summertime. Um, we just figured out the name of it. I kept changing the name so many times, so it's going to be called Change in Season, um, and it's going to be a lot of different music because I mainly did a lot of R and B and rap before. But now I'm branching out to different sounds just because I'm feeling called to. You know, I've always kind of had that niche of like wanting to do pop or alternative or acoustic. And I've developed my sound to the point now where I'm just constantly working on my vocals, constantly working on instruments. So now it's like, now I can really do that in a whole nother way that's like bringing all different types of music together, you know? Um, and so that's what's going to be kind of shown on this album. Um, it's only seven songs, just something quick, you know, because there's a lot of other music coming. There's only a little, just only a little step in it, you know? Um, so that'll be coming this summer. Um, so all of you guys, like anybody listening, if you if you want to know more about me or listen to my music, um, follow me on Spotify or it's all streaming platforms, just G Peoples. Um, 
it's, it's two different words, G and then people's not like together. Um, and then you can also follow me on Instagram, G underscore peoples. I post a lot of visual poems on Instagram, which I don't really post anywhere else um, unless I'm creating NFTs and that's like a whole nother thing. But um, I, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I try to post a lot of content, a lot of different variety content on my Instagram just to kind of show a little bit of everything on there. Um, but yeah, everything I'm working on right now, it's mainly directed towards music and until I really get settled here, like once I get my own place um, next month and things like that, then I will really be able to like go out and start having shows and, you know, do all that stuff. But in the meantime, I'm just working on all my behind the scenes stuff, getting everything ready for whenever it's time for that, you know. Well, that's dope. See, I was going to ask you where they could find you, but you hit, you slid right. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right yeah, in. yeah. So we ain't got to do it. We ain't got to go through all that. We ain't got to go through all that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd like to thank you so much for being on Throw Champagne. To quote the yeah, great uh, philosopher and enthusiast, Robin Leach, champagne wishes yeah. and caviar. <laughs> and on that yeah, note, yeah, we'd like to thank everyone for listening and you guys have a great day. Thank you, G. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. I look forward to doing this even, even again in the future. Cool. Dope.